Storygram Network. Hosting for this podcast is generously provided by Transistor at Transistor.fm. If you would like It's Not About Food podcasts a week earlier and ad-free, please support me on patreon.com forward slash It's Not About Food. For more information about my books, my work, and my body love cards, you can go to my website at itsnotaboutfood.com. Hi, my name is Laura Lee, and this is It's Not About Food. So it's not about food, and it's not about weight. What is it about? Everything else. Because it's never ever about food, or weight, never ever, not even, one time, not ever, ever, ever. Hello everyone, this is Laura Lee from It's Not About Food podcast, and today we're talking about trusting the process. Easy to say, hard to do, and the picture of the goddess is she is sort of jumping from one cliff to another cliff, and there's water underneath her, but she looks like she's trusting that she's going to make it to that other side. And of course, her dear power animal has already jumped and is already on the other side. So the back of the card reads, recovery from body hatred and disordered eating provides many layers of learning that unfold uniquely and spontaneously. Trusting the process means that we all work through these experiences and issues at our own pace and in our own way. We can trust that our process is exactly right for us and we don't have to waste precious time comparing ourselves to others. So what I love about this idea of trusting the process First of all, that there is a process. (laughs) There is a method to the madness because when we first step on the path to any recovery, whether it's alcohol or drugs or cigarettes or relationships or eating disorders or body hatred, it doesn't really matter what it is. You have to trust that you are stepping on the right path. And we don't know that a lot of the times, you know, until it becomes clearer. And you have to trust yourself. And for me, I didn't trust myself that much. I feel like I let myself down a lot and I was told stupid stuff. And so just having to have that faith and trust in me, it was very hard for me to get that. But I was able to, at some point, learn how to have trust in my body and trust that other people around me that were sort of helping me were not lying. (laughs) They were trying to steer me in the right direction. And I had a therapist that I trusted very much. So I was able to do that, but it was very hard because I wanted to only trust myself. And the reality is I was not taught really good stuff. So trusting that part of me was not very good until I learned how to be better for me. So I am so excited to have Katie on at Beyond Hunger. She was our brain, (laughs) our right hand. She knew how to do everything. For years and years and years, she worked with me and Carol at Beyond Hunger and just invaluable 
person to have by our side this whole time. I don't feel like we would have ever made it as long as we did and still going on today for the peer ed program without her by our side. So just really so much gratitude for Katie. And she's going to talk to us about how she has trusted the process. (laughs) (laughs) And especially having to trust Carol and I in our crazy process. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Lorley. It's nice to be here and finally do this with you. And just sitting here, hearing you talk about me and Beyond Hunger, I think of recovery through osmosis almost. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. You know, I have different paths of recovery from different things. And as a woman and girl growing up, I had my own body issues and eating stuff and coming in, working with you all at Beyond Hunger at, I don't know, 22 or 23 or whatever I was. Right out of college. Yeah, I wasn't even out of college yet. And it was like, I just kind of absorbed all of what Beyond Hunger was and what you and Carol lived while being there and learned the Beyond Hunger process. And, you know, my process was that was after, I don't know how many years of doing that work, I realized I loved my body finally, you know, I love myself and that it was just constantly being engaged in that work and picking up the phone with other women who were struggling and helping them come into the program and working with the young women who were presenting in the schools and things like that. So the process, it's a big theme for me because for a lot of my life, I wanted to just put my head down and wait till the storm was over (laughs) of my life (laughs) or just hold my breath until things are okay again. And one of my memories of when I first started trusting the process and accepting and being present through the process is I first started working with one of my therapists and we were remodeling our kitchen. And (laughs) I think I had just two kids at the time, but it was like the house was just upside down and it was for like what felt like forever. And I meet with my therapist each week and I just talk about how uncomfortable and how just horrible the current state was. And I said, I'll just have to just suffer like this for the next five weeks. And (laughs) my therapist said, no, you've got to go sit in the mess for a certain amount of time each day. I want you to go meditate in the middle of the wreckage of... (laughs) your kitchen Kitchen remodel when nobody you know obviously when I'm not in the way of the workers and things like that because this is part of it and that was a huge learning thing for me is just the messiness is just as important as the outcome and just to stay present in the mess all of a sudden this holding on of anxiety and just not having control and all this stuff started to dissolve because I was present and accepting of the mess it is what it is And that's not the only thing that you went through. You got a new dog. (laughs) You remodeled a bunch of your house. I mean, there was a lot of stuff in a few short years that you were doing. Then another baby. Yeah. 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 And this idea of the process is, I don't know what it's going to be like tomorrow or in a week or in a month. And the beautiful thing is I don't have to worry about that. Because all we have to really worry about is this present moment. And 
just relaxing and accepting and having love and compassion for however we are in this present moment is really all that we have. And the process unfolds itself. As long as I'm engaged in my process, the outcome's usually okay, but it's not even about that anymore. Yeah. It's the fear of what is going to happen. And most of the time that doesn't happen. You know, I had no idea how we were ever going to do any of the things we did at Beyond Hunger. Like I can remember us looking at a new place to rent and it was like, where's the money going to come from? I don't know. (laughs) Do we like the place? It'll come if we like the place, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, sometimes I don't even know how I'm going to pay my bills next month, but it's just like one foot in front of the other doing what we're meant to do, being trusting. Open and honest and doing your work. Yeah, definitely. And I was laughing about it the other day because especially with financial struggles, it's like I was worried about it three months ago and I've made it till here. But part of my unrecovered or my impatient part of me says, yeah, but I just wanted to like be gifted (laughs) $100,000 three months ago. But instead it just comes day to day. You just get through it. You just work. Yeah. Our little minds come up with what we think is the answer. (laughs) (laughs) And then something completely different happens. And I like the last sentence of the card. We don't have to waste precious time comparing ourselves to others. I mean, if I just took myself only, then I was going to be okay. But it's if I'm like worried about what somebody else has or some other way that they've got it together, then all was lost. Then I got lost in that. Yeah. And it's being able to honor other people's process too. I know like my husband and I have been together, whatever it is, 16 years and lots of ups and downs. And one of the things that I recognize is that like, we can come to a space of agreement, but our paths are very different, but I can't show up and say, here's the answer to this. If he's not there yet. He's got to have his process. He's got to make phone his friends or, you know, whatever it is to find out what it is to come to the right thing. And even though we may come to the agreement on the same thing, we got there very differently and not to be frustrated with, you know, well, I knew that all along. We all just need our own time and space and allowing others to have that is huge in relationship, especially too. It's really huge, especially when I barely know that I'm doing it right. And I certainly don't think they're doing it right. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, just looking at all of that stuff and going, is that really where I want to be with that thing, whatever that thing is? So tell me, I know that you went out on a big limb and got a new business. And how is that going? That's like having to really trust the process. process. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So about a year and a few months ago, I left my longtime job of many years and my husband and I opened up a reopened a pool room in Sacramento. And I've been running it because my husband keeps his normal job. So we have some stability. Yeah. So the bills get paid. (laughs) And it was really scary and amazing. And it's a lot of work and it's still a lot of work. And sometimes I feel like I wish I could just go to a job and be told what to do and clock out and come home and not have to think about it. And also I know that every time I've 
thought that that's been the path. That's what I want. Like, I'm just going to go get a job and let other people run this. I'll like spend some time looking for jobs or I'll send out a resume and then I won't even have time to... (laughs) check my emails to see if there's any response. Right. You know, if whatever's the right thing will come for me in my path. And this is where I am right now. And, you know, I tell you having employees who are like kitchen staff and cashiers, it's like having 10 more children. And it's a lot of business that we do. And it's amazing, though, because I love when I go up there and just help out behind the counter, take people's orders, things like that, because we serve food and stuff. Because the interaction of people, this place has been there since 1968. And we reopened it after it got shut down for over three years. And there's very few places that people can go and hang out at families of all ages, you know, inside it's warm, it's not crowded, because it's a big space, food, watch games on TV, play pool, play pinball, things like that. And people are so happy to bring it back to the process. This is my service right now. This is my process of this is where I'm showing up with my gifts in this world, in this little pool hall in Sacramento, where I never dreamed I would be, you know, if I asked myself 10 years ago or five years ago, but it's been really cool. And it's been a process running a business with my husband too. God, (laughs) That's a whole new layer of yeah. marital issues. But <laughs> we got into our groove for a while too. Once we recognize what each other's strengths are and where to let the other one figure that out and communicate and all of that. So it's been like having a whole nother baby too, but it's more <laughs> like a you know, rowdy teenager that needs a lot, yes. <laughs> a lot of supervision. But it's been amazing. If you would like to have a weekly newsletter that has some information about recovery or what people are doing in the world or what I'm doing in the world and just information about how to recover and what to do and how do we have faith and trust and love and openness to our own selves, you can go to my website at itsnotaboutfood.com. Storygram Network. Welcome to One Media, One Media. I'm... When you're whining with nurses. It's a place I like to call The Bleed. My name is Laura Lee, and this is It's Not About Food. Storygram Network. I joined Beyond Hunger about three years ago after my own eating disorder recovery. I've been with the Peer Ed program for over a year. I have been a peer educator for a few weeks now. Beyond Hunger is an amazing organization in which high schoolers like me get to go to schools across the Bay Area and educate teens and students on mental health, body image, intuitive eating. I joined because it really helps people. I joined the program because I believe that the information we provide people my age is very important. Beyond Hunger has allowed me to connect with the youth in my community and reaffirm to myself what I know is true. It has given me an opportunity to educate others and inform others around my age. Um, And I just think it's a really wonderful program. Because I want to teach other teens what I never learned. Appreciating your body through its ups and downs, navigating diet culture, and learning about 
intuitive emotions and hunger. And I felt that it was super important to continue to make change in the community. My name is Laura Lee Rourke, and I am one of the founders of Beyond Hunger. My business partner, Carol Normandy, and I founded it in 1988. But for the last 25 years, we've been going into schools and talking about the issue of eating disorders and body hatred. We um, train young women to go in with us, peer to peer, student to student, and it is a wonderful program. Please give generously. Thank you. It is amazing, and it's amazing that you have I don't know, even though you want to work at Starbucks, you still have allowed yourself to do it. (laughs) Still the next day, put on your apron and go, you know? I mean, it's, that's the process. It's, and then somehow you'll get through it. Oh, it's beautiful. I even played on a, my first season on a ladies pool team, (gasps) like a league. Oh my gosh. This last thing. There's so many women who play pool and it's, it's just a fun group of people that I've discovered and we do women's tournaments there and stuff like that big ones and we did one last year we had people come out from like Alaska and New Mexico and just all over and just the strength of it and that's been a really fun piece too to bring as a female-owned business when really to create that space for them and making sure their bathrooms are clean yes you know, so exactly. they want to come and hang out there and of course And again, who knew this is where you would end up? And I know many times it's what's the big picture, you know, kind of didn't know what the big picture was for a long time. And now here it is. And there's more to be revealed too, all the time. Yeah. I can't even say in probably a month, I'll still be doing this, but yeah, (laughs) of course, in a year or two, you know, I don't know. And that's what I have to say, put a plug in, like, Trusting the process is fun because I don't have to worry about five years from now. And I just, I'm doing what I'm doing right now in my process, wherever I end up, there I'll be. They say, just do the next right thing. Yeah. So that's what you're doing. And it always works for us to do that. And we'll know when we need to change or shift or change or whatever. Yeah, I'm so proud of you for doing this. It's such a neighborhood, joy, happy place. I don't know. It's fun. It's games. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's very few things that you just go out just to have fun, you know, and everybody in the family can go. And so great. I have customers who say, I've been coming here since I was a toddler or come here with my dad and my grandpa. Generations of people have been going there and say, thank you so much for keeping this place here. It's so important to a lot of people. Yes. And how often does that happen in this throwaway society, you know, that there's generations of a restaurant or a pool hall or a store or whatever. It's beautiful. We call our number and we pick up the phone. (laughs) Like, (laughs) There's no online version of what we do, you know. We stream our tournaments now and have online ordering and things like that. But yeah, I mean, it's a real like in-person thing. And, you know, what I've realized is, There's no substitute for that, that people need connection. That's a human necessity. And I think that's one of the things that I learned from going through COVID, the shutdown. It really upset the whole world, turned it upside down, shook it, and then 
let's see where it goes because clients and people I know, I mean, it just really was very hard on our psyches to go through that. So good that you had that place. Yeah. That people could go to there. Yeah. Well, it was shut down during COVID, but now that it's back open, people are, yeah, you can tell that some of the people have, they've not been out much since, you know, and this is one of the places they come because they feel comfortable because it's not real close. It's very low key. It's safe. It's warm. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I know we have a little place here in Sonoma that had a New Year's Eve party and they have a big room upstairs. They opened up all the windows and put all these fans in so they could have a little disco dance. And we were so happy (laughs) to be there. And we're keeping our distance from other people, but we're so happy to be there. It just meant everything to me that we did that. Yeah, we need to be around people. We do completely. We're not good about that. Isolation isn't always part of the process. No. (laughs) No. So when we think about working through experience and issues at our own pace and in our own way, you own something with another person. So how do you work with that? How do you let yourself, you trust yourself, and you have to trust the other person, even if they're a different pace and a different idea? I think one of my favorite sayings is intimacy is shared vulnerability. Yeah. And I think where we had a really big breakthrough in our business together and the relationship around that is when I stopped trying to just figure it out or I've got this kind of mentality or I shouldn't say anything and instead say that there's such beauty in the words, I need help? Or what do you think about this? Because it's there where you really start that process of working together. And as much as we think men should be psychic, they're really really not. They're really not. At all. (laughs) At all. And so a lot of times you have to spell it out. I laugh when I talk to other mom friends or other people I know who are married and say, well, he should know that or he should do that. And I go, No, if you have to tell them what you need, you have to tell them if you need help, you have to tell them, you know, and I recently went through my own downward spiral and bottom and having to go through a whole another layer of recovery. And my husband had no idea until the stuff hit the fan. And yet when we worked through the muck in down there in in the mud, what's coming out of the other side, because I was able to, to really be vulnerable and just be authentic and say, I'm having a hard time. I'm hurting. I need help. I need support. And suddenly that gives a space for people to show up for you. And we're a thousand times better than we were even long before because we've gone through that together and we've shared this vulnerability. And so that's what I would say about having a business partner who's you're also married or any partner is the more you're able to be authentic and say what's on your mind, what you're afraid of, what you need help with, it actually doesn't show that you're weak or, you know, we always think that it's going to make me look stupid or weak or anything like that. But instead, it invites this amazing platform for more growth and working together. 
and areas where people can come in and collaborate. You know, just as you're talking about this whole thing about trusting the process of trusting both of you in the process as well, and trusting that everybody's doing their own work and their own thing, and that you're doing it together too. It's beautiful. And saying, I need help. To me, that is one of the hardest things to ask for, but it always works when I do. Yeah. And it's funny because when I come to my husband with a problem or something, I really shouldn't tell him until I want it to get solved. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's then his focus. It's okay. Well, wow. This is figured out. Okay. You know, it's like, <laughs> so, yeah. I know the different in the process. I'm trying to yeah. talk through and they just want to fix it. And I do say this. I don't want you to fix this. I want you to just listen to me. And that's really hard for him. Yeah, it is. And so often it's also me respecting my process before inviting someone else in to support me or how that support works. Sometimes I need to have my own process and sometimes that's internal with my spirit or, you know, talking to a friend, but I know I need to have my process sometimes before I even reveal anything to anybody else. Yeah. You have to figure it out. What's even bothering you in the first place? Because yeah, I mean, we're talking about a lot of different things, but if we put it back into the recovery from body hatred and eating disorders to trust that the body has a process and that my emotional self has a process and my spiritual self has a process. And I have to take all of those into account. Yeah. You know, and really wasn't... listening to one of my more recent therapists really helped just encourage me to feel my body while I was dealing with anything really, if I was trying to decide about A or B, but really checking in with the body and seeing how the body feels when we're at a certain place. What does my body feel like when I think about getting another job? Or what does my body feel like when I know I have to go to Sacramento today? You know, what does my body feel like when I have to go pick my kids up from school? Because the body does know. And if we listen to it and trust our own signals. Yeah. And it's such a big difference than telling it what to do all the time, which is how I lived a lot of my life. Right. Yeah. Well, Katie, I am so, so pleased that you were here today. And I wonder if you will read the last part of it, the Today I Will. Today, I will practice trusting my process and knowing that I am right where I need to be on my path. I will practice viewing each situation as a learning experience and will be loving and accepting with myself as I move along my path. Oh, you know. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> things go so much easier when we can do that. And I really appreciate you coming on and all the work that you did for us, uh, Carol and I, and Beyond Hunger, and all the many years of so much help, really, so much help. To the next 20. <laughs> <laughs> to the next 20. <laughs> Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And drive careful. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. And be sure and follow me on Patreon, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and it's not about food.com. Thanks.